0: You now to your regularly scheduled program. What's up? Welcome back to the West Coast Alums. It's your boys, Josh and Tucker. That's right. We're excited to be back. We got a special episode today. Oh, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be rolling. Oh yeah. We're gonna be Rick rolling. Rick rolling. We're gonna be smooth rolling. We're never gonna, we're gonna give be you high up. rolling. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're never gonna years let later, you we're down. Still doing this. <laughs> All right.
1: No, it's going to be it's going to be a good episode. You know why? Why? Tell us. Why is it going to be a good episode? Because you're
0: on it, Josh. Oh, stop.
1: <laughs> you're just <laughs> saying that cuz you're paid to.
0: It's meaningless. Yeah, you're my sugar daddy. <laughs> well, I don't pay you. Josh gives me the big bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Who's who's paying me then? Is it Jose? <laughs> Tune into the next episode to find out who's Tucker's pimp daddy. <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> We're gonna be doing hot takes
1: today. You know we love hot takes here. We do hot takes every now and then. You know we like them. We think it's fun. Gets spicy up in here. Yeah, it gets a little spicy. We usually slap them in on the end there. But we thought today. You know what? Let's do a hot take episode full of hot takes for all of your hot take Why desires. Not? Exactly. Why not? We,
0: we know you guys are thirsty. Thirsty for, for some, some hot takes. For some hot takes. So. That's yeah. right.
1: If you're shivering, if it's cold where you are, if you've been forging through the winter trying to make it, here's some hot takes to warm you up. <laughs> Let's get into it.
0: Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Josh, I got one for you. I don't, you. know, I don't even know if I agree with this. Okay. But going to a Christian college is actually not good for your spiritual growth. I don't agree with that. I don't know.
1: Well, actually, it may. uh, I think it depends. I think it depends. We did an episode. Okay, with
0: the premise. Okay, with the premise. Okay, so Jesus says, "If the world hates you, no, that's hated me. You're going to be hated by the world, right? If you follow me, right? In a Christian college, you're not really in the world. You're in a bubble. Yeah, the world is not Christian. (laughs) It's far from it. And so." you're not really prepared to be in the world if you go to christian college that's the premise that's fair
1: you know when whenever somebody says in a bubble because obviously we both went to liberty that's a thing you know the liberty bubble they talk about a lot for whatever reason i always picture sandy's tree dome from spongebob
0: <laughs> dude that's the dude, bubble I, picture I picture the dome the dumb bowl the what you know the from spongebob the the Dome Bowl, you know, when they do, like, sweet, sweet victory. Oh, yeah, 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 from the parade episode? Yes, yes. You know how they, like, rise up yeah, in this, yeah, like, yeah, bubble yeah. dome? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. The- <laughs> I like it. I like it. We both think of SpongeBob. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's good. We're mature. Yeah. Okay, what's your take, Josh? What's your take? Give me. Give us unfiltered thoughts.
1: I think a good Christian college will prepare you to be in the world. I get what you're saying, and it's hard for me coming from coming from a place where going to Liberty did help my spiritual growth a lot. Part, you know, a lot of that, like we talked about in an episode before, was getting plugged into that community and, of course, being on leadership helped and, uh, you know, just like having those opportunities of growth and really seeking those out too. So there's a lot of you have to be intentional about growing spiritually to make that count. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I live in a small town, small country town and so i'm not really experiencing the world quote unquote on a daily basis you know i do travel a fair amount for my work so i've you know i go to cities every now and then for filming and whatnot um but yeah i don't i i mean i feel prepared for the world i guess Now, is that because (laughs) of liberty i don't know um but yeah i would say that there is some validity behind that statement because i think that Growing up in the Christian bubble, there is that aspect of the bubble where when you first encounter, you know, people of the world, quote unquote, people who aren't living the same spiritual lifestyle as you, people who don't share the same Judeo-Christian worldview, it is a bit shocking. Um, But I feel like at least I got over that kind of quickly. So, yeah, I don't know. But I've also been blessed. Like a lot of a lot of the people that I work with share the same values that I do. And, you know, I, I do work with a few believers. And so yeah it's cool i don't know what do you think what do you think about the bubble is it true should we pop the bubble the
0: bubble do it no 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 i would agree with you i don't know if i have that much to add for us it was great for others it wasn't great yeah it's, it's hard to determine but i i think it they should be there christian colleges and universities uh, i think the the benefits way out outweigh the the cons and I think they're, they're, they're making a lot of disciples. Mm-hmm. So, I all don't all. Good. Good. Go go to a
1: Christian college. Don't waste your time on a regular college. Don't do it. A regular, you're a run-of-the-mill liberal arts school. Waste of time. You're just going to be indoctrinated with a leftist ideology. that's going to destroy you. Don't waste your money. Seriously. <laughs> go to a trade school. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think college, I like sincerely think college right now is a waste of time unless you are going to... Uh, you know, I think Liberty's one of the few left that would be good unless you're going to a specialized school, you know.
0: You, you heard it here first, folks. Don't go to college unless you go to a special school. That's right. And you're special. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: That's, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. And then we can all watch the ring together and talk about it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Okay. This one might uh might cause some people to be upset. Like we always say, if you get upset or offended, oh, man. shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um I'm nervous. Beyonce is not that great. <laughs> <Awesome>. uh, <laughs> I don't get it. She's okay. She has a couple of good songs. But as a whole, I don't understand it. Most of her music I think is trash. Her latest album I think is trash.
0: I don't know. I liked Halo a lot growing mm. up. <laughs> mm. You know. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some contingencies, conditions here okay. that we got to factor in. Okay. I think for both of us, Beyoncé's genre, correct me if I'm wrong, is not really our type of music. What would you define her genre as? Like R&B, soul pop, and... Honestly, I don't even, like, know that many other artists in her category. I don't know. I listen so to you, a pretty diverse range of
1: music, though. I feel like I'm not too okay, picky. Okay, so, Maybe my taste is just better than you, more refined.
0: <laughs> All right, well, okay. Well, name, name some other artists that are in her category. I'd say, like, R. Kelly would probably be in that
1: in that category. Okay. That's, like, the big one okay. that would come to mind, probably most popular, at least yeah. on par with Beyonce as far as, like, a male counterpart. Mm-hmm um i don't know alicia keys maybe i don't know if you've listened to like mm-hmm, any of her mm-hmm. non-mainstream stuff i think she's kind of fits that but yeah yeah i don't know but i i just think i guess what i'm talking about is not so much her music but her being a cultural phenomenon you know it's like mm, okay, Queen okay. B and yeah, everybody loves different. beyonce and she's such like this important piece of american culture and i just don't like i don't think she deserves that much like your music is good, but it's not that great. You know, it's it's not like you're the Beatles. Was it revolutionary?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't think as a we're pretty average Americans. I'd say, you know, and yeah, and, I would say that Beyonce hasn't really changed anything about our lives. <laughs> That's true. The Beatles have, in ways we don't know. Michael Jackson has. In ways we don't know, at least like according to music and how that influences our life. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really say Beyonce as. as far as I know. I'm not an expert here. I think I would agree yeah. with you, Josh. Okay. Is she overrated as a cultural phenomenon? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think to be to qualify as a
1: cultural phenomenon in music, I think you have to. You, I I feel like your music has to. Define or change a genre, but then you also have to change culture in a significant way, you know, mm-hmm. like how Michael Jackson really was a pop star because he, he defined what pop was, but then also the way that he combined performance with showmanship with music was mm-hmm. kind of unheard of at that point, at least on that scale. Mm-hmm you know and even even the way that he would define his look with the glove that he had and everything like that you know is very yeah he branded himself in a way that hadn't really been done and so that's i don't know i think all those things combine into what we think of as michael jackson and why he was you know so influential and you know is the king of pop so
0: again not an expert here but i could give beyonce that first point like what she, she defined a genre I would say, yeah. I would say, like she I was. would give the, her that. She was like the 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 zenith of like what, like what would be good in this genre, would be Beyonce. Yeah, like Beyonce's yeah. the top. I would, yeah. I would give her that. I don't know, but I, I don't. I yeah. I don't think for the for the second point. They, I think I feel like they defined a generation. Like Beatles define 70s, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson defined the eighties. Um, I would say like Nirvana defined the nineties. Yeah, or Prince kind of in that area you know. too. Yeah, two mm-hmm. thousands. Um, I mean, I guess you can make a case at Beyonce to find the two thousands. But I think she was one of many. Um, it doesn't stand yeah, out like the see, Beatles the or Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, like Michael Jackson stands out. Yeah, sorry, Beyonce fans. We got nothing against you. We're just saying how it is. Yeah, you know, you came here for truth, and we're giving it to you. This is the hot take sorry. unfiltered episode. You're getting yeah, it real. This is the hot take on sorry. Yeah, we we love you. Yeah. But we we got to help you. <laughs> we love <laughs> you, but <laughs> Beyonce's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Next hot hot take. Harry Styles is actually pretty good. Oh, we're hitting another one. Okay, define
1: pretty good, though.
0: Okay, I'm talking about his newest album, too, to, to clarify. Okay. It's not your typical pop manufactured album. Mm-hmm. It sounds. It sounds honestly more like like an indie album, hmm. meaning like indie, independent, independently produced. I think. Yeah. As a big indie fan, it sounds more like that to me. There's some like good, chill summer songs on here that aren't just like, brainwashed popped. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What, what's What's your take?
1: That's fair. I just gave
0: my hot take for. I just gave my take for my own hot take. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. What's your take, Josh?
1: Yeah. I think I agree with you. I I've never been one to have a problem with Harry Styles. I, I mean, I have a couple of his songs in my playlist, you know, come on every now and then I like them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. Yeah. I haven't listened to his albums all the way through most of them. And I, you know, it's like, Oh, I love every song. i like, I'm not that guy, but I never had a problem with him. Mm-hmm. I think he makes pretty good music. It's, it's, it's poppy music. If you're into yeah. that, check it out. Um, and I really, you know, you know what else? I really, I think Harry has done a good job of marketing and branding himself post One Direction because he's really been successful, not just in music, but also in yes. in cinema as well. And mm-hmm. so good for him, you know, like I might not agree with all of his life choices. I mean, he likes to wear dresses, which is a little questionable, but <laughs> Josh,
0: you don't like to wear dresses. Uh, yeah. Josh, no. Don't make me don't make me spoil your secrets out here.
1: Don't, don't leak the pictures. <laughs> this is the tell all episode. Harry Styles is secretly from Boston, Massachusetts.
0: <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, I knew Harry growing up. Yeah. Yeah, the neighborhood kid. Yeah, yeah. He's that right kid. Yeah, I
1: know him. He liked his lobsters. He used to fish. He'd take his car down to the harbor, fish for some lobsters. Yeah, he was... And <laughs> <laughs> all the other words that sound like that, so I sound like I'm from Boston. <laughs> You went to the bar.
0: (laughs) Do you you know how people have accents? (laughs) You know, I have I have noticed uh, that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you think people? You know, here's 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 a take. It's not really a hot take, but a cold take. We'll you know how, how? Yeah, cool. You know how we're all about midget rights here on on WCA. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. ML, ML, MLM. What about like those? Yeah. Mission. <laughs> Wait. What was MLM? <laughs> midget Lives Matter, bro. <laughs> you don't know the slogan to your own movement? <laughs> no. No. I was just mistaking fake. that as another Get on, guys. <laughs> He's a fake. okay think about think about all those bostonians that got discriminated when they try to do an infomercial for kids toys you know what i mean like all right next up we got a roger from from boston can you can you say the script for us uh go go ahead roger John, Josh is just laughing right now. He's It's okay, Roger. I know. I know. We know you're nervous. Go ahead now. Okay. Say the lines, Roger. Hello, babies. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> Grandpa,
1: <laughs> Grandpa Roger. You wanna take this toy? You can chill it and spit it up. And uh, if you don't like it, we smack you over the head with it. <laughs> and then we'll go... We'll Roger, go.
0: that... Ro- okay, cut. Cut. What? Uh, Roger, um, we we appreciate your creative initiative, but uh, smack you over the head with it. It's not <laughs> in the minds, Well, you Roger, better be careful so, uh, with your you directing just... notes. Yeah, we'll smack you over the head. <laughs> okay. Okay, right, well... Roger, we're, we're making the decision here So if if you could just Could you just do the lines again, Roger? Just line All right. for line Ready, All right. action Have you
1: ever had beer, kids? Let's <laughs> see <laughs> You're going out okay, the bar I, You gotta wait till your I, parents go to sleep Wait, what is the <laughs> problem?
0: <laughs> yeah, well um, Roger, we we appreciate you coming it's in It's um, oh. Roger I don't know who Roger is Roger <laughs> <Raja. laughs> Okay, Roger. Well, we appreciate your feedback, All right. and it was it was great, great having you in. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep in contact. Okay. You're gonna hear from me again. I'll try okay, my bolt se- up to yours. No, I'm flooded with lobsters. No <laughs> pinch you, and you won't like it. And <laughs> cut. <laughs> you see what I mean, though? You know what are the chances Roger would get hired for a role like that? That's true. See, I mean, I mean, that's
1: some discrimination. You know what? All right, that's official. Our second cause, Boston lives matter, BLM. But but mm, do, you could, yeah,
0: <laughs> do you think that can?
1: Yeah, think be confused with the other BLM? BOLM. How about that? BOLM. Boston lives matter. Boom, boom. <laughs> we got MLM in a Boston accent. Boom. Well, what well, we have our meetings. In our cash, down at the harbor (laughs) while we eat lobster. Those are the only three words that I can think of. (laughs) Kai, Roger, what are you doing here? (laughs) What I thought I was talking to kids about the the getting the alcohols and whatnot. (laughs) In the toys. I mean, this is about kid toys. (laughs) I know, but look, you gotta stay warm, it gets cold.
0: Do you think that's what Boston Indians Just It's just like Every few words They just think Lobster Arbor Arbor Or car
1: Yeah I think those are the only three words That they know They just kind of fill in the rest
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh I got a hot take for you This is a hot take mm-hmm. That has come up in the past Not in the form of a hot take mm-hmm. But In the form of a Friendly Debate If you will If you remember Ooh. One evening Ooh. One eve under the sky over Liberty University, we were walking back to our dorm. Mm-hmm. And as we were passing the Great mm-hmm. Pond, we stumbled upon mm-hmm. a conversation that will be what this hot take is. So my hot take, Taylor Swift. and Let me clarify. Taylor Swift pre-Lover album is yeah.
0: better Ooh. than 1975. <laughs> okay. You know what? Do you want to die? <laughs> I can make that happen, Josh. I know people. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, or oh, you know what? Let me just crack the knuckles. I
1: you might disagree with me.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, okay, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, pre-lover album, Taylor Swift is better than five. So let me let me state my We're case. Real quick. Better,
1: yeah, so yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. I don't know if I can make the argument that Taylor Swift is a more talented lyricist. I think I can make the argument that Taylor Swift is a more talented performer. And okay, I think I can make, uh, or I can point to the fact that Taylor Swift was able to cross genres, which is something that Mm. a lot of artists aren't able to do. And not only was she able to cross genres, but she was able to win a Grammy for an album in both genres, being, you know, fearless mm, in mm. the country uh, genre yeah. and then 1989 yeah. in um, pop. So I think I think that showing that amount of diversity as well as her lyrical talent, as well as her showmanship, I think that I would say Taylor Swift is a better artist. Mm. OK, what's, mm-hmm. what's your case? Because <laughs> I know you disagree.
0: <laughs> OK, so 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 it's performer the the ability for her to switch between genres and succeed at them both
1: yeah and I think I think the you know her that, like, are just, unique for Taylor, yeah I think her ability to switch shows diversity but also talent in adapting her work to fit into a genre and excelling at that genre and in a way defining it because I think that she did kind of you know obviously she didn't define pop but I think in that age I think it was 2014 2015 she really did kind of reinvigorate the pop genre and and kind of institute Mm -hmm. that 80s vibe back which is now really like that's everything that we listen to now and i think that taylor was a key part in that Mm -hmm. and i will say like just for the Mm -hmm. record i really enjoy the 1975 i know i'm not as big of a fan as you are like you're the one who got me into them because you you recommended a few i'd heard like a few songs Mm -hmm. before but you're the one who really introduced them to me and i i do really like them so i like both but i think and obviously Mm -hmm. i'm biased because i used to be a big taylor taylor swift fan so, but I think we're both coming at this with a bias. We can come, at, yeah. We've been Ooh. over this, you know. We've been over this. That's why I said pre-lover. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. okay, okay. What you got? I will, I, I will say that her ability to cross genres and succeed at them both, uh, both lyrically, musically, and professionally, was uh, commendable. I mean, that's that's like what pretty much unheard of to get Grammys in both. Yeah, both genres, you know. I I almost I wouldn't I I wouldn't want most bands to switch genres just because it it almost like ruins them. Right. That that's usually the case, is they come they do something like totally different, and it just sucks. It's like, dude, you should just stuck with with what you're good at. So for Taylor Swift to do that, and do really well, well that 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 I think that shows that she's a good artist. Yeah. But I think I think that's a good point. Um. I don't I don't really think I know this sounds like super millennial, super whatever, but mm. I, I don't really think that 1975 can be find in a genre. i, I you're so you're so niche. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put me in a box. I know I, I really I really don't think they can. Um I mean I think there's genres that there aren't. Mm. But they've they've also had I mean, even they're just like their newest record. They had a couple songs that were more country. They had one song especially that was that was like a country song. So I I think that speaks to their talent that they can in a similar way to Taylor, that they can they can make music that's that's genre lists in a sense. Mm-hmm. Or it can it can be labeled as different genres and still succeed in, in those genres. I think they honestly What's cool, so they they started in 2013, I think I want to say, their first album, 2013, 2014. So kind of around the same time that Taylor switched genres. Um, Their music was, was pretty unique. And I'm starting to hear songs from other artists that capture elements of the 1975. So for instance, there's this thing that they do with octaves will play on the notes like in the background of songs you can hear this in the birthday party song uh, if you mm-hmm. if you listen to that where there's just like random octave notes in the background on a piano uh, and it, it's it's quite unique where there, there wasn't I, at least in my experience i've never heard anything like it in artists that they would put it because it's, it's not like something that you would think of but actually kind of with all of the different tones it sounds actually really nice it sounds um very spatial and I've noticed, I've started listening to other artists that are putting that, like, unique octave pitches in their songs. And so I, I see the 1975 influence in a lot of, especially, like, the more non-mainstream artists right. they're influencing, like the indie artists. All that to say, Josh, I'm actually going to switch, I'm going to twist it a little bit. Okay. I don't think they can be compared on one-to-one on the same on the same scale. You could, I think you could compare the nineteen seventy five with like someone like the band Camino, for example. But I don't think, or at least I don't think you sh- you should. I don't think there's going to be like a lot, like a conclusion to comparing the nineteen seventy five with Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I think I think I would agree with that. I think it is difficult to compare them because I'm not one to assume that accolades would you know define who's better or not but yeah i think i would agree with you i i think it is difficult to compare them have we have
0: we have we reached a conclusion josh i thought we were gonna have to wait till <laughs> heaven man
1: dang yeah next hot take so this one mm-hmm. you might agree with me i don't actually know where you stand on this i feel like you might agree with Ooh. me um I was trying to think about how I should, if I should reword this, but I think I'll stick with the wording. I think it's accurate. TikTok mm. is dumb. <laughs> not, I know it sounds very educated. <laughs> but let, me, oh, yeah, let me explain what I mean. Insightful. Okay, so I'm going to go on a little rant here. I think I have a lot of mm. thoughts about okay. TikTok and specifically talking about it from a filmmaking perspective as a filmmaker, as somebody who cares about my craft and loves it and has spent so much time uh, You know, trying to master my craft, and obviously I have a, a long ways to go. But mm-hmm. it is frustrating and irritating to see platforms like TikTok and and now on Instagram Reels and stuff like that, and to see these creators on those platforms have mm-hmm. so much success and and not mm-hmm. really putting in that much effort. You know, and and literally all it takes on TikTok is for someone to do you know some stupid dance for six seconds and voila you know they have 30 million views and likes and whatever and they're driving lamborghinis and it's like you didn't do anything creative you didn't have to master the craft you didn't have to um you know learn anything about anything in regards to filmmaking you literally whipped out your phone and you started doing a some dance that you made up you know which may or may not be good and i think that's one of the most frustrating things is that the art has been so reduced um you know, like it's it's no longer filmmaking is no longer this craft that you have to work at and that you have to, you know, spend so much time and money to learn it and to, to buy the right equipment and to learn the ins and outs of that equipment and to spend, you know, time creating a film mm. and scripting and, you know, all this other stuff. It's like now everybody has an iPhone and you can whip it out and throw together a video on TikTok in 30 seconds and that's enough to get you famous and that's enough to get you, you know, millions of dollars and followers and all this other stuff. Mm. And it's just mm. I don't know, it blows my mind as to why people are drawn to that type of content, you know, and it just doesn't make sense to me. So mm. those are my final thoughts.
0: All right. A question for you. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty general statement, right? It is a general TikTok statement. TikTok is dumb. Yeah. All right. So are there are you are, are, are there content creators, mm-hmm. quote unquote, on TikTok. That 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 are actually talented actually respect the art of filmmaking absolutely or for the most part okay yeah but so there's still there's still some hope but i think that
1: the majority of those content creators that are posting quality content that truly care about the craft i think that they're using tiktok as a means of marketing Mm. and so tiktok is not their main platform or it may become their main platform but it Mm. didn't start that way you know it's like a filmmaker Mm. who's creating films and he's posting a lot of his work on vimeo but he'll you know show behind the scenes or do like short little things for tiktok to try and boost his um you know professional image and to get his name out there and stuff like that but he's not somebody who started on tiktok who's got you know had a phone and is you know like started with doing tiktok dances i don't think so
0: yeah i don't think so yeah that makes sense that's a good distinction
1: i don't know and again it's not all like it's not all 100 percent. i'm not like that's why i'm saying the majority i think i don't i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm not on it because i don't want the chinese to know what i'm doing because (laughs) it is confirmed by the way if you're listening the Chinese do use TikTok to harvest your personal data and use it against America. And your organs. And your organs. So if you're an American Eventually. and you want to keep your organs, don't get TikTok.
0: Don't get TikTok. Man, we're speaking some truth today. Yeah. I don't have a ton of opinions on TikTok. Mm. Um, I think it's also sad that art can be reduced to something like that. Um, there is like a cost to that. Yeah. And it's so sexualized, too. That's what it gets me, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, almost all the dances are super sexual. Mm-hmm. So not, like, the art has become, it's become cheap, streamlined, it's become lazy, uh, and it's become raunchy, it's become gross. It's like if someone could, you know, touch a few buttons on a computer, make a painting, and then call it art, that's a disgrace, too painters and then if the masses called that a really good painting and loved it and paid for it yeah of course like i could totally see why the paint like the real painters would be upset yeah So that makes a lot of sense coming coming from your position as, as a filmmaker mm-hmm. um your your critique is the diminishing of the art not so much like you're attacking them and and what they're doing per se yeah in this, but in the sense that what they're doing is diminishing the art just like Disney making all these crap shows <laughs> is diminishing Marvel and Star Wars yeah yeah yeah, definitely and, well, and that's why I say like TikTok is dumb my critique is
1: mainly of the platform yeah. and the lack of creativity there yeah. and also de- the destruction of art you know like I don't I'm not saying that these content creators are dumb I think that they're really smart for the way that they marketed themselves I think the audience is dumb for eating this stuff up But I think that the the people who have been able to succeed, good for you. You know, you're milking it. Like, go ahead. But that doesn't change the fact that you are uncreative and unimaginative. And a lot of the content that you produce
0: is meaningless sludge. You can even talk about how it's affecting the culture, especially the...
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's so many avenues of, of like, why... Maybe maybe TikTok is dumb isn't as accurate as TikTok is dangerous or TikTok is deconstructive (laughs) or TikTok is... Um, bad for our culture you know because it does i mean yeah the deconstruction of art is just one side of it you know you hit on the other side of yeah. like it's o- the over sexualization of young children you also have the whole chinese thing which you know it's like a, that's kind of big too and then you have the whole like shortening the attention span and and reducing entertainment to you know just Keep swiping, keep swiping, and the dopamine rush, and that how that negatively impacts people. So there, are, there's like so much behind this. Mm. We could do like five episodes and just break down each one of those points. But
0: Josh, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite one of the hype house kids on the show. Maybe they have some interesting insights, like as the one behind the screen. Well, so I don't know if you ever saw, yeah. but there's actually a, a
1: documentary on Netflix about the hype house kids oh, really? and kind of just. You know, showing uh, life from their perspective, living as millionaires in L.A., you know, as they're 15, 16, 17, however old. But it focuses a lot on, like, the anxiety that they deal with and, and the mental health issues that they've kind of had because of their position and, and, you know, their
0: platform on TikTok. Dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want people listening to me when I'm 15. No.
1: And that's that's oh, crazy to think about. Imagine you're 15. You're a freshman in high school. And you have millions uh. of people listening to you you have influence over millions
0: that's a ton of, people. of pressure dude i gotta i gotta got handle ap english man i can't yeah. <laughs> i can't handle all the pressure of you know a million people yeah that's that's yeah. crazy that's nuts but anyways well there we have it folks i feel i hope you feel enlightened by the truth we shared today that's right the absolute truth that you cannot the
1: contend truth. with sorry no yeah
0: yeah all, don't even try I'll all your emails us.
1: will be sent to spam immediately <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll burn, trash. We have
1: Forward. we hired Agatha to guard our inbox, so she's gonna, she's gonna a
0: <laughs> the fearsome she's, warrior. She's gonna vet all of our emails. Yeah, she's the best. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we appreciate you all. Thanks for being loyal. It's your first time. Thanks for being loyal this first time. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see uh, next next time on wca yeah
1: you guys are the best thanks for letting us rant and do our hot (laughs) takes
0: and still coming (laughs) back for more (laughs) that's right that's right all right see you guys see ya